0: Hey there listeners, it's Jay from the Boy on Boys podcast. Uh, I'm here to talk about our sponsor, Anchor. So, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to produce a podcast. Let me explain. It is completely free. That's right, it's free. Uh, it also has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's also everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Nice. And we're live. Episode 12 of the Boyon Boys. How we doing? How we doing, Casey?
1: Hey, Jay. I'm doing pretty great this week how uh how's your your week been going so far
0: yeah it's been good it's been good you know here there football's back so i've been watching football i know basketball's back so you're well, gambling your money away i'd imagine <laughs> <laughs> like me on football damn right damn right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no it's pretty cool pretty cool oh before we start i want to tell our listeners to uh follow us on spotify the boy boys Jump onto YouTube, hit that subscribe button for the Boy and Boys podcast. And uh, yeah, just search for the Boy and Boys podcast on all platforms, including Apple. We're on Apple, lads. Yeah, we're on Apple. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go, let's go. So yeah. Um, pretty good actually. I guess it shows how consistency works. <laughs> we're, we're finally distributed on uh on uh Apple. So yeah, shout outs to uh uh what's the last name shout out shout outs to us yeah yeah shout out to us why am i yeah. giving i ain't giving no credit to them mans <laughs> shout you out to us to the, us, to the man definitely yeah, no, no it's proper sick so yeah shout outs to everyone listening and um and yeah just follow us uh on all platforms let's go good 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 let's go let's go so what has been happening in the past week oh uh, so so so
1: so so um it's been pretty, it's be, it's been pretty eventful in in the gaming world right now, with this uh uh console wars, I would say, uh PS five uh I believe about a week and a half ago, um they started their pre orders um around the world, and as you may know, like this the demand has been super high, but um there hasn't been um stocks available for a lot of people um in terms of for which console though um for the ps both the ps five and the xbox actually because Ooh. uh I, because i believe ps five when they had their announcement on um um the games are gonna come out and when the console is gonna go for pre-order what happened it was basically there's a huge it's a huge tobacco basically um the announcer uh, on the following date that there was gonna be a pre-order date uh, a pre-order is going to start sorry and what happened like hours after they had the announcement uh, pre-orders started and what? what's happened is yeah pre-order started before it was initially intended for and a lot of people kind of <laughs> got shorted out of being able to like pre-order their console and from what i'm from what i'm hearing a lot is due to, is because of scalpers, basically. For those who don't know, scalpers are people who have these, um, these, um, bots. robots, these bots that are able to, like, uh, pre-order products at a specific date, and it makes the site crash. So, um, unfortunately, a lot of people didn't get their PSI pre-orders. Um, same happened with, uh, with, with Microsoft what I appreciate from uh, going back to Sony, what I appreciate with them is that they basically fessed up uh, and said that we're sorry, we fucked up the launch. It's our bad. Hopefully we can make up with the next pre-order, uh, wave of pre-order. And then Microsoft in return basically said, oh, their pre-order launch is going to be much better overall. But like, come on, like you can't, you can't send out a tweet and say that your pre-order is going to be much better like those are the most. Hold anticipate. on. Hold
0: on. One second, one second. This is sounding like you're a bit of a PlayStation. Uh, you're on the PlayStation side. No, of this war. It, it's not. It's not about
1: me being a PlayStation. First of all, I'm neither for either PS5 or Xbox. Like
0: I'm I a fan know. of both. I'm a fan of both. Like, I'm f- so am I. But it's sounding I'm, like when you're like, how can they, uh, by the way, no. I'm Xbox, uh, I'm on the Xbox side, so I don't care. I'm not impartial.
1: But what I'm what I'm trying to say, <laughs> what I'm trying to say yeah. is that these two consoles are the most anticipated consoles are, that's going to be coming out this holiday. So at the end of the day, I don't think everybody's going to get their hands on pre-orders.
0: It was for me it was pretty obvious that No, but they said did, well, didn't they say that the pre-order experience of Microsoft is not going to be as bad as PlayStation. That's what they came out and said, really.
1: Yeah, that's what they came out and said. Which is for, which but, is
0: facts. It's well, facts. Well, te- technically technically
1: it's not facts because um it exactly what happened exactly how pre-orders uh went for ps5 it happened the same for uh microsoft xbox so, so, series
0: X. so so microsoft microsoft's um xbox series x and s were released before they said it was supposed to be released no and that exactly and, that's that is what microsoft i think was saying that it's gonna go better in terms of it's gonna be released on the date supposed to either which is either facts way, yeah it may have no, released no but, that, no but it may have re- the date the the pre-orders
1: may have started on the date that it that they intended for it to start at but at the end of yeah, the day but that's
0: the pre-order was a, a disaster experience no it wasn't a disaster I, I i don't agree with that because i was there and i, I tried mean, and it wasn't a disaster it wasn't I mean, a disaster I, all it all all that happened was is that it sold out it did so it did sell out it sold out yeah
1: it experienced it experienced the same issue uh uh ps5 were having no. with scalpers I, I, Scalp. Sc- listen y- scalpers mm-hmm. did the same what they did they with PSI? 5 did they with microsoft because i was looking like nvidia had their launch of their new um on uh, next-gen graphics card with a um, rtx 3080 and scalpers basically did the same thing with his gpu so they did the yeah, same but thing that's what, but, a-
0: that's, but what i'm saying is the main point is that the mark is that sony had to apologize because two things well they're not really apologizing for the sellout they're apologizing because it went the, the Their the console it... was released before the date, which means that people were getting hold of it. All these scalpers were getting ahead of it before actual consumers. Well, do you see I'll what be, I mean? I'll be honest. Like
1: from from the way how scalpers like they they, they try and like get these consoles as quickly as possible. Uh, from one of the reviewers that I I was looking at on our YouTube uh, channel, he basically said that whenever a company has like a planned pre-order date, what they do The scalpers, they set uh, their bots to start doing their thing. That's a a no-brainer. At a specific date, at a specific time. And in regards to Sony, although they fucked up the date, I believe that a good chunk of people were able to get their pre-orders in because the date wasn't set and scalpers wasn't able to...
0: Okay, so either way then, put it this way their console was being sold ahead of their due date. Yeah. So, in we, you know is, what I mean? So that's what you have to apologize for. Yeah. Your console, the your end product of the day. leaked before launch date. I mean, how many other places, like re- remember back when the Xbox 360 was launched? Yeah. And people were getting their hands on it early and Microsoft were blocking Xbox accounts. Whenever, if they plugged it in and tried to sync up to the servers, mm-hmm. it would get blocked. Right. 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 Like that is, that is, you know what I mean? That's an example of how you can kind of control it. Obviously this is a completely different circumstance. Very true. The fact that you're, that you cannot control when your product is launched. That's a huge issue. Yeah, that and is I something think that's what they're that's what they're apologizing for. Because you're gonna get scalpers for any everything and anything. Jordans, you got bots for Jordans and all that. And also, I'm pretty sure there's some bots that will keep trying until the page is available and then they find out whatever page is available and it will complete the order. Because you have to program it to do certain clicks, right? True. Very so true. It you know what I mean? So I think that is why I don't think I don't think selling out is a disaster, number one. So there's no disaster on PlayStation sides of selling out and there's no disaster on Microsoft side with selling out from everybody that I... that. Um that I was speaking to is just that when you're going through the process of that monthly payment to get the monthly um, subscription for Xbox, it's a lot longer than actually buying the console. Yeah. And what was happening is people were going through the process for to get the credit, because yes. it's a credit check. Mm. And then by the time they got to the end, the console wasn't there. Yeah. My, I- my thought is you could probably think of that happening a mile away just yeah. buy the thing first. You know what I mean? Like mm. you're, you're going to go through imagine if it's me versus you and we both go on the Xbox website and then you have to go through game and get a credit check and I just press checkout and buy. Yeah, that's
1: just a few, <laughs> few a few clicks away. You're good to go. You know
0: what I mean? So it's crazy and then they have a queueing system and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, it was mm. it was crazy, but that's the same that's what happens with the with with um with consoles. I don't think Microsoft knew that the Xbox Series X would be in such Uh, demand to be fair because the xbox series s was still available you know what sold out
1: surprisingly surprisingly i saw that like i the only the only um online store retail store that i saw where the series s is available is uh, game and everywhere else was sold out on the series s and like even now even now today i checked on game and the series s is still available so i'm i'm like wait aren't people like
0: jumping on this right now like right. no because game is isn't game only the one one of the only other approved sellers of of the series s
1: no like um amazon um john lewis curry's pc um
0: who else uh, did you try curry did you try curry's in pc world uh when i went on there it was because a- the series s wasn't on amazon for me yeah, no, I I checked on on Amazon. It's unavailable. It's unavailable. Yeah, I don't think Amazon was selling the series. This I thought it was only Game and Smith's Toys. Let me just have a look. Because I thought that they limited um they limited the sales of the Xbox Series um to only some approved because they had to do the the credit the options yeah so i don't know yeah because on... i don't think the playstation was released was released on amazon was it? it
1: is like i it, it was like oh. both the oh, it's se- maybe
0: just the credit check it's probably just those two places for the credit check. yeah then. It, just for so. the credit
1: check yes yes,
0: yes. okay so that yeah. makes sense that makes sense but yeah no i think they probably made a lot more series s's than they would for the series x that if to, I if that I to me Microsoft, doesn't make it, I would do that. That to me doesn't make any
1: sense because you want to uh, why you want to bank you want to bank on on the most well first no, of all first no. of all for the last no but since last year Microsoft's been talking about how the Series X is gonna is is the most dominant like a console in terms of raw performance like they've been parading that the Series X for like mad
0: mad yeah, long but, so I yeah would, but if you. But you'd still you'd still make more of the cheaper version. It depends. That, that just makes sense. Like, how much how much does it cost to make a Series X, and how much does it cost to make a Series S? It's probably a lot cheaper to make a Series S.
1: That is very true. But at the end of the day, like, who's who is a Series S for? Because we're going well, into everyone. That's no, why you make it. No, but it's we're, like, we're going into yeah, go this. On. We're going into a we're going into a, ne- a new generation of you know, like next gen. Everybody's yeah, talking about that... next-gen. Everybody wants to be able to, like, play 4K, native 4K games at a certain amount of frame rates, right? And that, like, the C- we didn't know anything about the Series S until, like, two months ago, first of all. So...
0: Yeah, this but also Phil Spencer had a Series S in, in one of his videos from like last year, just we, sitting on a shelf. We didn't So even, he's been there for a while.
1: That, that is true. Like they've been planning this. But what I mean by that is that the consumer didn't know anything about a Series S until like the last
0: two months. Yeah, because if you put it this way, like if you think about it as marketing, you've got PlayStation that's always had like super strong like punching power. Mm. As Microsoft to be in the head, come on. Yeah, you're telling have. me no, that no, no, they, no. You, they have they have okay. So, so if you're thinking of it, if you think of it in that in that in, in that respect, then Microsoft had to say, Well, look, we're next gen too. In fact, look at the headline maker, bang, we've got all of this power, all of this, everything you know, you know what I mean. So, you want to be kept in the conversation where is it Xbox, is it PlayStation, is it Xbox? It, you, that's what you're doing to grab the headlines and get the attention, but really you know that you have a Series S to push because Microsoft are not going to be making money off their hardware, are they? They're making it off a subscription. So they knew this a year ago or probably even before that, that they're making money off a subscription. So they need the lowest barrier of entry to be cheap enough for anybody to pick up and buy into their ecosystem, right? right. So you sell stuff for dirt cheap. It's like the iPhone, right? iPhones used to be 800 pounds standard and then they brought in those those lower models like what are they like the SE models yeah they, started they want making you to the SE models. yeah they want you to get in at the cheapest price point and dedicate yourself to their ecosystem so you end up buying like um the the um the the extra storage, the iCloud. You end up buying, like, you're subscribing to like Apple Music and all of that stuff. They want you to get in so they can sell you more stuff. So that is that is what Microsoft were doing. You need the headline maker, which was the Series X. Then the reality is, you, most people you'd imagine will be getting the Series S, and mm. that's that's just. I mean, they would know based on the sales of their console which one sold more the Xbox um, One X or the digital edition of the Xbox One. They would know the numbers. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. This isn't the first generation. They've done the 360 and then they did the 360 um, slim or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, then they slim. did the Xbox One and then they did a slim version of that as well. So they know the smaller versions without a drive will sell a certain amount compared to the larger models and the more expensive models right so if i was microsoft i'd say okay well we're going to put the series x here so one if you do the series x and you make less it's going to sell out that's a headline that it's sold out in a certain amount of hours two when it does sell out the only alternative if you want next gen gaming is the series s which means they're going to sell it anyway so it's, it's 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 it makes sense to do that it, it does, really does make sense does. if i'm microsoft if i'm if i'm playstation i'm doing more digital and cheaper versions than i'm doing the full-blown disk drive because one i want the disk drive one to sell out and two i want as many people who can afford it to buy to, to actually buy into my own ecosystem as well so that's why the price point of the playstation the digital one is like what is it like a hundred pounds less for which one which console um, the digital one, the, For the, the PlayStation. Yes, yeah, about 100. it's a hundred pound less than mm. the one of a drive. Is it? Yeah, it's hundred pounds less. Yeah, so it's around it's around hundred pounds less. So that's what I'm saying. Like the Microsoft one, the Series S is like what is the Series S two hundred less than the Series X? Yeah, that's a huge. That's a lot of money, but that's a huge difference because but, obviously what you can see down the line is they're gonna have a Series X without a disc drive. Because let's face it, Microsoft don't want to sell discs. They really don't. They're just putting it there because um, if if they don't have it there, down come I, on down the line. This is this is just my opinion.
1: Down mm. the line, that's the reason why we have two consoles: a disc version, a discless version. I don't think I don't think selling down the line. I don't think it's sustainable to only sell a discless version because of how the because of how like game trading is nowadays because Mm. they're going to lose out a lot of money. First of all, the gaming industry, if, if either company was to sell only discless consoles, they would lose like the developers, the gaming developers would lose a lot of money on selling games physically players as a player, myself and a lot of players, they won't agree to like being able to like trading games, um, sell games like that's that's a huge billion dollar business as it is so i don't think that would
0: ever but is happen is a, uh, a dying business i don't think it's dying honestly how many game stores are open now and how many have shut down i think the lot i think this is the final na- i think this generation is going to phase out game trading hmm. you've got the game pass you've got the playstation um subscription as well yeah who needs a
1: disc the playstation subscription is not as good as as microsoft right now but give it and, time and a give lot of time and a lot of the first like first party games are not even available on playstation now as good as microsoft so give, people give people it, have no choice but to like get the physical like the physical
0: version give like give it give it time i think discs are going to be a thing of the past maybe only because, maybe in the next only,
1: 10 years but like i no, don't see in the
0: next i think in the next two or three no i honestly I think it's I gone. Think i think I... it's gone all right put it this way microsoft have have bought who bethesda they so, bought bethesda well, right
1: before before we go we dive into that no but... I'm,
0: I'm, I'm 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 just summarizing right So yeah. i'm just giving you an example as yeah. to why why um discs are going to be a thing of the end microsoft have been buying most of the studios that make like good games or the exclusives. Right. Well,
1: already we, we know why they bought those games. Like they, they want to be able to compete with Sony. Like they know they don't have any games to compete with Sony right
0: now. So well, it's o- not, it's not, it's, it's not that it's not really that though as well. If you think about it in a well, it's longevity not, standpoint, it's not the only
1: thing. It's not the only thing like buying. Yeah, Bethesda- but it's
0: okay. It's, it's one of those. One second. Let me finish. It is one of those. But the reason why I say the disc is dying is because if I'm Microsoft, I own Azure cloud, I own all of this cloud technology and all this storage. Why am I going to make a disk? Why am I going to spend money on manufacturing a disk? I've got all these people on my on my Game Pass. I'm giving all these games away free on Game Pass that you download. My console is pretty much online all the time and updates automatically in the background, right? why do i need discs in this generation if you think about it how many discs are you going to need to have a 4k native game to install on a machine me personally
1: i'm just thinking about the number of times my internet has dropped for a good 24 hours so if i'm a gamer and that happens at least i at least i at least i know that i have like my my 5 to i don't know my 5 to 20 plus game cartridges or disc games that I can use a pop in and just Yeah, display. but that's
0: but that that but you can always store those games on a hard drive. True. But listen, and also most of the single player story games are offline anyway. You can play games offline unless you're trying to do like online gameplay, which is you know what I mean? Do you need The Last of Us that's installed on your PlayStation do you need that to go online? You see what I mean? Sony have brought out their own their own streaming service as well for games so if you think about it although we're going down who, that who's route gonna, who's gonna be who's going to buy games anymore it like I'm, I'm saying like if you want the physical copy yeah you'll get the physical copy but it's going to be some sort of weird privilege especially in covid 19 times post covid 19 are you really going to go and want to wait in a store and pick up a game on launch I mean, rather it, than have it download at midnight automatically because you've purchased it. Or
1: you can just buy it on Amazon, get it delivered within 24 hours with Amazon Prime. Like, But why would you
0: give Amazon the middleman money if I'm Microsoft? Why would I give Amazon middleman money?
1: Listen, we live in an age where we can just buy
0: anything online. Like, we don't have to
1: physically be anywhere. I understand where... Exactly. I, I, so the, the I, downloads. Understand, I understand. I understand. I understand that we can just download. You can download or buy the game, you know, right from the microsoft store and have it downloaded digitally but there is a and playstation store and playstation store but there is a huge online
0: and for pc as well yeah download games on pc with steam and stuff are you telling me steam didn't kill the disc for pcs yeah i mean it's slowly moving to I consoles mean, to, i'm telling you it's slowly moving although, to consoles.
1: although we're going down that route i don't think this is gonna die anytime soon maybe in the next five I think so. maybe in
0: the next five to
1: ten years yes but like not right now
0: not right now oh you've just you you, uh, you i think you reduced how long it was gonna take to die <laughs> i must have convinced you somewhat no me- i think this generation i think this generation five years for me max is mm. the like what, what listen put it this way microsoft don't have a digital only export series x wait until that announcement i'm sure they're gonna the price point you can't have a console 200 pounds cheaper than the main one like you can't have the slim version 200 more than the main one and not release a digital only export series x it's coming it is coming i'm telling you and when it does come when it, uh, with PlayStation as well, um, it's going to be a privilege to get a disc version of a console past 2022. Only, I'm telling you. Only time would tell what's going to happen, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's and also eco-friendliness. Like, imagine the carbon footprint of a game like versus a digital download. Trust me, they're going to start bringing this eco-friendly stuff into it. They're going to say, well, look, to ship a game, we're going to have to press it get all the chemicals to print the stuff and then make the plastic cover then ship that game to a store and then you have to go and pick it up from the store so there's a carbon footprint is immense versus a cloud download from a server that's powered by renewable energies uh, um energy <laughs> yeah so come on i mean there's too many stunts that's why i cannot see discs it's going to go remember album sales with cd's yeah. Just think about what technology has done to these physical mediums for yeah. media comes uh, like you know consuming media. Remember when blockbusters were a thing? That blo- what's happening to blockbusters is what's going to happen to game stores in the next five years. Trust me. You know that's my prediction anyway. And hopefully we upload this on YouTube and see what happens. <laughs> or so what, what do you, what do the listeners think anyway? But I think that 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 is gone. I think that this five years you're not going to see a game store anymore. Um, unless you're trading older platform games, so they're going to be like retro stores where you're where you're trading like PlayStation and PlayStation Three and PlayStation uh, Four games. But post this generation, I don't think there's going to be any more. Especially with um, Elon Musk and his and his Internet from Space. Well, what's that internet service called again? Star um, Starlink, where yeah. you'll be able to access. You won't need like um, wires. Uh, Fiber optic wires to to have super fast internet anymore. It's done straight over the air, so you'd be able to just connect to the. I mean, come on, it's 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 going that way. So, oof, that was a good debate, to be fair. <laughs> but um, yeah, I want the listeners to to you know email us, message in the, in the comments, and see do you believe that um is this the end of um consoles with uh, with discs. And games being being distributed on discs is this generation the end? I think so.
1: Well, only time will tell what's gonna happen down the line. I just personally yep. think that it's a billion dollar business that I don't think anybody can afford to take a hit at the moment, and I and I say at the moment. So, but I, in the
0: next five, you're
1: plus five years. I would say yes, plus definitely plus five years. De- going based on how like the longevity of a console like runs for. And how game developers put into like making these games and distribute these games, I believe that it's gonna, I believe it's gonna go on uh, above uh, above five because five years, five years is, is right around the corner. That's gonna go, that's gonna go really quick. Like,
0: Mate, we'll, we'll see what's gonna happen. I, I think, ha- so. What's gonna I think ha- so. Yeah, I think so. Because if you think about it, how quickly did blockbusters? I mean, blockbusters kind of died, but then you still have. I mean, Netflix killed like a lot of things and, and uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think, I think you're going to see a lot more deals like EA did. Um, the Bethesda one, they just got brought out, but I think you'll see a lot of partnerships like EA where you're going to see these, uh, platforms like PlayStation and Xbox and steam just paying money for exclusivity and to distribute exclusivity of distribution as well and a lot of these platforms do not have their own physical media distribution or they 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 prefer not to do you see Mm. what i mean right because it's so much less like you don't have to hire anybody to to ship anything i don't have to move it across the world i don't have to print it anywhere cheap i'm just like oh it's on my server download you know what i mean and you get because you imagine when you're buying a game uh through digitally all the production costs for a disc so a disc is like $60 or 60 pounds or whatever all the costs from printing and shipping and um and you know artwork and all that stuff that's printed and and is a physical form you're still getting char- charged the same price online which i think is quite hilarious because now all that extra money goes to somebody so or to the studio or to to whoever it is, so yeah, it's interesting'm I'm minus five, you're plus five, I think we should put a bet on it, but nah, you no know, I, we'll, I don't think we'll remember <laughs> oh, you know you don't believe in your you don't
1: believe in that no uh, i wouldn't I, i'm not, i don't want to bet i'm not really I, I'm not really good with bets, so yeah yeah <laughs> you you already you already know like. Uh, my bet with bakara how how it yeah, went yeah yeah i'm not really yeah, good so. with- <laughs> but Ooh. i do i do i do believe i do believe that it's gonna it, like the gaming distribution plus like, five plus five yeah, to ten five def- to ten i'm definitely. going i'm going
0: super i'm going super um uh what do you call it um <laughs> what do you call it when it's like super aggressive yeah it's aggressive i'm going aggressive under five yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, all right cool so that brings us on to Xbox <sighs> buying Bethesda for yes. seven point five billions of the dollars, my friend. That you know? is
1: uh, like the last Flippin time. It. The last time Microsoft made a um, a huge like um, like a huge like bu- like how how does how to say purchase purchase of this magnitude. Was when they bought uh My- Minecraft, which was for around over two billion dollars, and Fam. like when I saw this, I was like, Jesus Christ! Like they really spent. Fam. I mean, I know My- Microsoft is like top five, you know, one of the wealthiest companies out there, but to see, but to see that they're willing to put that much money into a parent company for the amount of games. For those who don't know, Bethesda is the parent company for like games like Doom, Elder Scroll, Prey the evil within starfield fallout wolfenstein and dishonored basically and with this announcement uh, all of these games are going to be carried on over to uh their um their new um game pass subscription um which is really dope
0: honestly and but remember as well like you're buying like doom elder scrolls Pray the evil within, Starfield, Fallout, Wolfenstein, and Dishonored. You're buying all of those for seven point five billion. Remember that includes like m- like film rights, yeah, and film rights. rights That's um, mad. Could old- you imagine how many TV series you can get? Even Doom. Like, bruh, you it's have real. the IP for Doom, and like, wasn't the rocking like there was like, bruh. So you're getting the revenue from these as well. So it's probably based off a of goods. You know Microsoft; they're probably not even. They're, yeah. They're, you know, to be honest, they'll just rather buy something than just build something up. Yeah. Because that's they don't they're not a creative, um, yeah. company, yeah. are they? So you might as well. That's what you do, man. You pay the creators what, what they're worth, son. What
1: I like about this is the fact that all of the people who work, all of the developers who work with these gaming studios, uh, Microsofts are just gonna oversee them. They're not gonna fire anybody. Everybody's gonna keep their their statue as um, developers. And but what's interesting? uh, uh, Well, they've (laughs) announced this, they've announced that everybody's gonna remain there as it is. What's interesting is that now they have an unlimited amount of resource. So what's interesting why I'm interested about the most about this is the fact that um, Microsoft down the line, they can have some serious like some serious games that's gonna be exclusive to them in the future. And uh, because Phil Spencer he came out and said because there there are certain certain amount of questions were asked to um to uh, to Phil Spencer on what's going to be the future for for PS5 because PS5 has currently two exclusive games that were made by Batista, Dead Loop and Ghostwire Tokyo and he said that they're gonna like honor they're gonna honor that contract with their exclusive games and then he said something interesting where. For future games, they're going to decide if it's going to be released on uh, on uh, the PS5 or Nintendo whatsoever on a case by case basis. That that keyword case by case basis, meaning that mm-hmm. they're going to decide whether or not they're going to have their games exclusive to Microsoft, to Xbox or, ex- or they're going to like shit, spread it around to other like the PS5 for the Nintendo it's interesting because all of these current games right now, you can you can play them either on the Xbox, either on the PS5. So I, I like this because Microsoft really needed some more um, gaming studios. They really needed to step their game up because Sony's been killing it with exclusive games. So this is a good look for them down the line. So mm. I see I can see this has. I think. Buffing-
0: yeah, I I think also PlayStation are probably just a lot better at negotiating for exclusive titles because they've very had a true. lot more consoles, right? And they're a lot more popular. Not just so if that, you think about not just mm-hmm.
1: that, but like Sony has way more gaming studios than Microsoft. They have more gaming what, studios. They own, they own
0: yeah. that they own or that they do partnerships with. That they own, they
1: have more gaming oh. studios, and those gaming studios make better games because I believe if I read correctly before Phil Spencer took took over
0: Xbox um didn't even we were going downhill. Oh my god, the previous guy for Xbox was horrible. They horrible. Basically
1: basically the CEO of Microsoft was on the verge of selling Xbox to somebody and Phil yeah. Spencer he convinced him okay, if we're going to if we're going to if you, we want people to take us seriously, we need to invest everything that we got into microsoft and not treat it as a a second tier um d- like how to say uh, a second tier thing belong that, that belongs to microsoft we need to make xbox top its, own tier, brand, yeah. its own brand what it used to be back in the day and i'll 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 although my xbox has had some ups and downs since the release of the xbox one you can see that phil, phil spencer is doing his utmost, his very best to kind of like revive the xbox name to what it can yeah. be he's a gamer
0: like, isn't he yeah he's and a gamer. all of his team are gamers too so they know what they want and they know how to so how to enact it right? i
1: i applaud i applaud microsoft for buying like betesta like I, it's a very it's a very calculated move because they know what they're doing they very they know that down the line they're gonna make some games exclusive to their console to you know kind of like con-
0: um yeah. what what i find is things like mm. this is also driven by money
1: yeah very true because i'm pretty
0: sure these are these games all make a lot of money i mean you've got elder <gasps> scrolls online and stuff like i think they must make a lot I, of money 7.5 I you can can't tell,
1: Listen, I can yeah. tell you firsthand the only two games, and I'll speak for myself, and I think a lot of like gamers will have the same sentiment. But the only two games in though Do- and that lineup that's probably that's making the most money is Doom and Elder Scroll. Because Fallout Fallout wasn't really Fallout, the last Fallout game, I haven't played it, but I've read the reviews and I've looked at the gameplays on YouTube and a lot of players have said that fallout was not was very poorly done it was poorly done it were a lot of glitches wolfenstein is eh. uh i've never heard of starfield me personally i've heard of the evil within but i don't know much about it and Prey don't know much about it neither but like their their star like their star games is doom and elder scroll like i've played elder scroll um i played doom from back in the day i haven't played any any of the the recent doom games like the doom uh, because they remade doom and then they brought out doom eternal i haven't played those two games um but those are the two like powerhouse games that's gonna be making like you know head turns but the other games they're eh, it's like meh. if i'm being honest like no we'll see we'll see
0: yeah, I think it's just based on how much money they they're, they're going to make mm. and how much money their current games make as well, right? Yeah. Cuz um don't um don't befez the I don't know who they had a few things cuz I remember like looking at it now they did um they did a lot of Star Trek games actually. <laughs> Which is quite hilarious. Um but yeah, so I think I think it's just based off like Wolfenstein is a decent enough franchise. I think it's just the rights and the revenue from all of the stuff going down there. So I think mm. you're right with with um, Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls Online should be making quite a bit of money. Elder Scrolls is a powerhouse. Like and, Elder you've, Scrolls, got, and you've got Elder Scrolls. Is and you've not got like it, loyal fans. Yeah, because Elder
1: Scrolls, I believe it debuted on Xbox for many, many years ago. Like as Phil Spencer said when he announced uh, the Bethesda purchase that Elder Scrolls is a long has been a long time, a long time partnership with them for many, many years. And it for them, it only made sense to like buy Bethesda with Elder Scroll because now I believe they can like take it to the next level with an unlimited amount of resources from Microsoft, you know. So if I'm being honest, like me as a gamer, the only ga- the only game that I'm like I was hugely like interested in we Elder Scroll and what it could be down the line. Like I've played Doom from back in the day. I probably like play Doom now, uh, the new Doom. But Elder Scroll is something that I really want to see succeed, like in down the line. Yeah. That'll be that'll be really. I think it's because it's
0: as powerful as the Xbox platform is, because Microsoft look like they're put they're like you said they're pushing all of their resources into Xbox. So like you've got the cloud gaming service now as well um you've also got um pc xbox cross compatibility mm. so like i know you and i we both play xbox games through the gamer pass you're yeah. on a pc i'm on an xbox and it's it's pretty seamless yeah to be honest. it's pretty dope so yeah so could you imagine elder scrolls and all the other games i think when they're saying on a case-by-case basis is whether or not it. It's got the potential to draw people one from another platform, or two is it just fine that they know they're not going to move people over, but they're still going to make money off them? Does that make sense? Sure, sure, sure. So it's going to be interesting. I think things like Doom are just going to be exclusive to Xbox. To be fair, because <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like going to be like a Gears of War, or it's like it seems like a headliner, like boom. But Elder Scroll seems like it's going to be everywhere.
1: Because mm-hmm. that's where it's
0: going to make a lot more money on everything rather than just having it on Xbox. Unless they say there's extra features on Xbox or it's just exclusive to Xbox. But then you're just going to kill a revenue stream. Where Whereas if it's still being released, it's going to be weird. Could you imagine Xbox having a footprint in PlayStation because they own El- um, Elder Scrolls? That's going to be weird. Yeah. If, could you buy stuff? When you buy add-ons... You're making money. Microsoft is making money inside of PlayStation. Odd. But um, I I guess it's probably a bit of genius at the same time, right? I don't know. Yeah. But, like, I think PlayStation has, like, 300 exclusives and Xbox has less than half of that. So this is a huge boost. You know what I mean? If you can boost your exclusives, like, 10%, then you're lit. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I'm happy for Microsoft, like, because... Yeah. Um but I how much money does Xbox have to spend 7.5 billion? Uh That's mad. Listen, Xbox is
1: Microsoft. Just put it just it's
0: just that. No, it's not it's it's not really Microsoft because each so if you put it this way, right? You have a parent company, but then everything underneath it you still have your own like profit and loss. You still have your own like um your own budgets and your own value.
1: Yeah, but I believe I you, believe Microsoft like gave them some cash to
0: be able to do this. Like I don't think so. I think Xbox with the gamer pass is probably profitable enough to splash that money out. You got ten million subscribers all paying like ten pounds. It's like hundred million a month, right? Yeah. You could probably justify I mean Microsoft obviously did get out of the bank account, but you could probably justify in five years time you're gonna either make the money back but or you're game, gonna make profit. Game
1: Game Pass is still pretty early. I don't think they would have the enough like revenue from what they've made so far. To be yeah able- but
0: you 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 project forwards in business in it so you project over yeah. the next few years so you say how much is my budget as long as i don't spend in the next few years how much how much am i going to make from what i'm doing currently then how much do i estimate making once i've got elder scrolls once you've released the xbox once you've got all of this stuff you know what i mean all right so it's it's going to be really interesting to see so um shout outs to uh to xbox and getting this their shit together for this next gen oof, it's going to be interesting but um yeah playstation definitely has the better games in terms of like exclusives yeah, right. to be fair mm-hmm. to be fair <laughs> i don't really play um i don't really play playstation exclusives i'm like i'm like a casual filthy casual i play formula one i play forza formula one I play, forza is actually lit so I play Forza and I play Call of Duty and Gears of War and all of those stuff. I'm I'm not like I'm not playing Last of Us. I'm not even. I don't even think I'm playing um any other Xbox exclusives. I play Halo, but I don't really only do the campaign because I like the story. Hashtag sci-fi. Woo. Anywho's, what is next in the news? Uh, Joe Budden versus Charlemagne the God. Oh. The, Charlotte, the Charlemagne versus the Joey Birds, man, as they say. Uh, well, nobody really says that because that's a bad act. So, what's the beef? From what I understand, uh, I, well, it's not really beef, honestly. Um, uh, well, it's a, it's a back and forth. They've got it's like so, some weird yeah, feud. It's, it's a lot, I remember it's this a lot from of, the complex days.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of back and forth with Joe and uh, and Charlotte Made a God over the years um just like you said since it started like complex you know when he started the everyday struggle show and charlemagne the god basically said that joe's the type of person that burns basically burns bridges you know and he predicted yeah yeah he predicted when implodes yeah he predicted when joe's uh everyday struggle show was gonna like you know end and then what happened is that he left because didn't want to pay him what he was worth for the show that he created and he ended up creating more shows that have been a success, you know, the pull up show where he interviews a select, um, like a selection of artists that he chooses. Um, then he ended up making, um, that show on revolt TV. Uh, what's that uh, state of the culture, which is, which is a debate show with him, with, um, with Remy Ma. Uh, I forgot the other co-host was, it's a great show. And now, now fast forward, um, Joe has left his Spotify deal, and he's currently he's he he's created his own network. It's called the Joe Button Network, and he's announced um a podcast, a new podcast that's gonna a group of women that's gonna like start uh very very soon under this network. It's a niche,
0: it's a good niche,
1: and um I'm super happy for Joe, you know, because Joe's 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 been talking about you know, um he's basically he's basically trying to like bring the power back to content creators where we can have our own where we need to go for our own where we don't need to rely on these huge like major corporations um i mean at a certain point in your life when you reach a certain amount of like statue you you need you're gonna have you're gonna need some help uh for certain for like a a bigger company that's gonna be able to help you with distribution or etc but after a while you need to like know what you get yourself into and when to pull out because you took the mistake that you don't want is for them to control your content and control the rights to your content. And that's what Joe has been trying to spread to content creators for the most part. So seeing how everything has unraveled with Charlemagne, the God announcing his new partnership deal with his employers iHeart Radio, where he's basically has his own network, but he only owns fifty percent of that network, as opposed to Joe, him owning everything. You know, it's uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting outcome on how things are being unraveled between these two, and um, I'm happy for Joe. At the end of the day, I'm happy for Charlemagne to God because with his new network, he's um, he's announced. A, a a catalog of different black content creators, podcasters that are going to be under his, uh his network. And, you know, I'm happy for all of, all of these content creators. And I'm also happy for the, for the route that Joe is also taking. So yeah, I, like Joe said, my route may not be for me, uh, for you, but that's how I'm going to take it, you know, but yeah, uh, at the end of the day, what Charlamagne did is great, and what Joy is doing is great. But yeah. we're all for we're all for like content creators that build their own, that has their own, and that control their own. You know. So, what do you think about how everything um, has unraveled
0: between those two? That's that's very very uh, that's a very uh, balanced uh, outlook you have there. But uh, oh, let me see. So. Um, outside looking in you can see that charlemagne i think he does have a bit of a vendetta against joe it looks like because when he was saying the stuff about um joe budden vendetta is a pretty strong is is a pretty strong word yeah let me finish and then i'll I'll tell you why okay so basically joe budden had his podcast his uh well he's always kind of joe budden has been on the internet from day one back from when the, he had the Wu-Tang altercation and he was just filming vlogs on, on a digital camera and uploading it onto YouTube. Yeah. And other rappers used to laugh at him for saying, oh, 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 all your fans are on the internet. They're not real fans. They don't see your shows. They're just all on the internet, right? He's leveraged that right mm. now. So fast forward to Complex, where he has the show with um, with DJ Academics and uh, Nadeska and, and whatnot. So he brings his following there he he's a personality remember he's done like loving hip hop I, I believe and all those other shows so he knows he knows the industry he knows uh, production shows and well not fully producing but he he you know if youtubers call himself producers then i guess he's a producer right but he knows the the music industry and knows that money's not there for now because of what the not, yeah. um, corporations have done right. It's not promised. So, yeah. So what the corporations have done is that they've, they've, they've sort of put it in a system where the content creator gets the least, and that's the that's the end of that, right? So he's gone on to complex. Charlemagne the God said, everything that Joe touched turns toxic. It implodes, and then he leaves, and the only people left are the ones in trouble, which isn't a very nice. Thing to say about another content creator, right? If if um, Bill Gates said that anything that Jeff Bezos touches, you know, if he if you imagine if that was said, that's not really a good thing to do or say. It's not positive at all. So if if like so back to this point, Charlemagne saying that I don't think is 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 entirely fair because it looks like Joe made his way into complex. He did um, yeah. ask for, um, he made the show out of nothing, let's face it. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, definitely. Made it out
0: of nothing. Wasn't getting paid enough, which I believe it wasn't getting paid enough. He got a platform from getting nearly zero views or like a couple thousand or tens of yeah, thousands. Was complex was making. Yeah. Yeah, to, yep. to, to like weekly getting nearly millions of views out of nowhere and becoming a well-known name. Nobody was caring about, um, world star. Nobody was caring about complex, uh, or everything else. It was just complex. It was like, rah, did you, did you, what did you tune into complex and watch those shows and the back and forth and yada yada." and trust me, DJ academics had a big deal to do with it too. Now, Joe no his age, knowing what he knows, knows that he was the value bringer, right? Him and DJ academics were the value bringer, right? So his pull pulling the industry. He can call up a bunch of rappers and get them on. Complex did it. It wasn't Complex that was, you know, he saw that he could get that done himself, right? Fast forward negotiation time. If I'm Joe Budden, I'm either asking for a lot of money or some equity and some money on top. Complex obviously weren't going to do it for him. He's getting offers from Revolt and from all these other places saying, "Look, come over here, we'll pay you this, right? remember he told academics that he said look they're paying us this and academics were like no i'm fine here so then he goes back <laughs> goes to revolt and then he shows academics this is what i've got paid and um i remember him saying that and I could, and he said that academics said um he said she said academics said what they're just paying you that for a show and he's like yeah and he's doing tons of shows on there so so he knew his value right academics decided to stay it's up to him he can stay But then you realize that Charlemagne and every time. So now, if you think about the progression, Joe went from just a host on a show to producing his own show on another network. So that's the progression. Charlemagne says everything he touches implodes and then he moves on and everybody's left in the wind, whatever. It looks to me that Joe saw his value, moved on to something where he got paid his value and then got the rights as a producer to be on whatever other show it is. So boom, he's there now. Yeah. Now he launches his own podcast because he's like, well, I am the value bringer. It works that the traffic moved from complex to revolt. And now I know I'm sitting on this, this, this bag of money, <laughs> this, this bag of views. Right. So he's like, okay, I'll start my own podcast. Um, He's always doing a podcast for a while though, I believe. Yeah, he was doing it for a while. He's got his podcast now. So he's gone into, all right, I'm going to now produce my own show owned by me. I'm an executive producer, right? It's him. It's wholly him. He owns that podcast. From being in a partnership with Revolt to owning his own podcast now, right? Now, let's be honest. Ownership doesn't work for everybody. Complete ownership doesn't work for anybody. No one person completely owns Microsoft. No one person completely owns Amazon. No one person completely owns... um, Uh, apple right you have a bunch of owners because partnerships work because everybody can bring something to the table yeah content creation is slightly different however having a deal with revolt just like having Charlemagne having a deal with iheart is not the end of the world it's not the worst thing ever right so distribution partnerships work distribution Mm. exposure um you have a backroom you have resources all of this stuff right true so Joe has now moved on to um, his own podcast where he owns that wholly, fair enough, right? So he's gone from producer to owning his own thing. Now, Spotify deal. Gone Gone to Spotify, exclusive rights, because they wanted to see how podcasts would work, which is fair enough because the music industry have sort of taken advantage of creators so much that having a streaming platform is not that profitable for Spotify because they need to pay everybody all these rights for music being listened to podcasts. On the other hand, you just have to pay the individual content owner themselves. You go direct to source. You're not going through any middlemen, like, um, like studios or, or anything like that. You're going direct to source. So you're paying the person directly. You're not, you're not excessively paying, you negotiate your work, their worth and you get their You, you, you get the exclusivity. So, Joe's the experiment. The experiment works. You get people like Joe Rogan, um, uh, Michelle Obama, and all that, that Spotify go and go and bring onto the platform. Joe Budden's podcast crashes the server on the first day, because there's so many listeners, Shout It out. then is number one, overall, all time for a while, then it's top 10, top two, top three, for consistently It's now renegotiation time and they're telling them that, okay, you know, it's not, you're not, you're not worth as much as you are. Yeah. Um, They they, they
1: downplayed downplayed, it. They downplayed it. Obviously as you do in a negotiation,
0: Mm. right? Yeah. As you do in a negotiation, you try and downplay it. So you don't pay the most. The problem that came in, in this instance was, um, Joe, they wanted all of the rights to all the other shows that Joe owned. Not just his show, like Rory's stuff and more stuff, uh, uh, as a, as I understand, they said, which is like, why would you want that stuff? The podcast is what is what you you know what I mean, but you are not going to get exclusive. Con- you are not getting control and rights over everything, yeah. Especially right?
1: something that you didn't, you weren't even a part of from the beginning, exactly.
0: Like- but then you get Joe Rogan, where Joe Rogan's just saying, all I am doing is moving my library onto Spotify, and you get a hundred million. You see what I mean? Yeah. So it's absolute. It's it's kind of madness. So the experiment worked. Um, and now that's where he's like, you know what? The negotiations go downhill, right? Right. Then Charlemagne also has other comments, uh, made up stories that um, that Joe Budden asked for 250 million. Well, which actually, it Joe was... Um, Joe Budden said was categorically untrue. Uh, it was Schultz, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was Schultz on the... Andrew brilliant, Schultz, brilliant, who was who's from the brilliant idiots which is um who's affiliated with charlemagne he's one of Charla- it's it's charlemagne's podcast right um so joe now um said it was uncategorically true that that basically they asked for 250 million and even if it was who were they to talk about to to try and say you yeah, know not talk about getting. another
1: man's money like who does that exactly. it's weird
0: and then charlemagne said um Was saying that Joe doesn't know how to negotiate, which is, which is, I'm not gonna lie,
1: that struck a nerve to me because Charlemagne said, You don't get what what you're
0: worth, you get what you negotiate. Yeah, and And that is, and that's odd because if you from up until now, I don't think I've said anything crazy that Joe has done where he hasn't negotiated well. He went from content, he went from host to producer to owner. And yeah. now, and so the next progression here, so Charlemagne then says, he sees all of this stuff and then creates a black um, podcast network with I Radio, who's a radio station, who are now launching their podcasting arm. Yeah. But it's not just the podcasting. So this is the thing, it's if con- you look at it, if you look at it, there's a podcasting arm and there's a radio station. That's um, a conflict of interest as it is because- Kind of, kind of. So if you think about it, uh, it's either a conflict. I don't think it's a conflict of interest. I think it's an evolution of a platform. So podcasts are like radio shows without a station, right? True, you tune true. into a particular show and that show is isolated. To be fair, you could probably broadcast a bunch of podcasts, one after the other from different people and call that a radio station. That still works, right? Like talk radio. Mm. Now, um, if you think about the iHeartRadio stuff, is like they're just moving into a new domain, but what they're doing is they're bringing the old bulky radio kind of um infrastructure into podcasting, which doesn't necessarily always work because radio is always a bit too expensive, you know um music rights all of that stuff and and just just the the whole having all these teams, these street teams to promote and do all of this stuff this is the new age now, right so What's interesting about the iHeartRadio thing is they have a podcasting arm, but Charlemagne is only heading up the thing for the... His partnership is only for the Black Network. Not the entire podcasting arm is, is what is my... That's what I'm looking at. You yeah. see what I mean? Yeah. If, if you're Charlemagne the God and you're saying you only get what you negotiate and da-da-da-da, how come you didn't negotiate? you got the brilliant idiots... Yeah. also the brilliant idiots are not on that network are they no they're not they're, on not. they're not, <laughs> not on that so he kept that away that was from, interesting
1: because um that's
0: interesting because, joe
1: button said the same thing like hey yeah. did, did, you, did you guys notice? like he announced all of these black um content creators on his network but the brilliant idiots he's is not kept on th- his
0: own thing away he's kept like, his own thing away which means it may not be as good as it looks on the outside right because, because
1: if yeah i was about to say um i don't because in in charlemagne's defense because he's worked with iheart for like 10 years for him it only made sense for him to like do like have this deal with them you know and my honestly what i think is that charlemagne tried to negotiate certain uh, a specific amount and iheart told him you can go kiss my ass and they basically come to a terms in an agreement where he couldn't refuse this deal honestly because that was that's all that was i think it's
0: more of i think it's more of um i don't think that's a kiss by arse he probably came in like i want to do the whole podcast and said no 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 Mm. what we'll do is you manage an arm you manage an arm of the podcasting part and what you're responsible is for the black content yeah even even the title if you think of it it seems crazy why would you need a black arm of a podcasting thing like why why don't you just call it urban entertainment? Obviously it's probably the exact same way. urban. I don't like the word to be fair. Yeah, I don't but, like it. It's... But you've limited yourself to black. You're now the blackity, black, black, black guy. Who wants yeah. who wants like uh, you know what I mean? You've now become if you go into anywhere, you go to Microsoft or you go anywhere, be like, Oh, so what do you do? I'm the head of the black arm of of um iHeartRadio. They'll look at you like okay, Yeah, that's... so but <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I think, I think <laughs> yep. in I think in Charlemagne's defense, he just wants a, a house, a house of black content creators where everybody can like go to, you know, everything is on so, the one roof. Yeah, but,
0: but I, this is what this is. This is what you do, right? This is what you do. You create an equal platform for everyone and you let it be known to black people that you're going to be treated equally. And you're going to be negotiated to fairly in line with everybody else. True. We're not going to discriminate on you because of your background. We're not going to say like what happened to Joe from Spotify, um, you know, allegedly, because we have to say it's alleged that, you know, we're going to offer you um, equal Rolexes. Here's Rolexes whilst um, Joe Rogan gets 100 million cash. You see what yeah. I mean? It's kind of like, hmm, these guys are from hip hop. Let's do jewelry, you know? And, and, and and I think, I think what you'd need to do is create a, uh, so what was interesting with Joe Budden when he was firing back at Charlemagne from the whole, you only negotiate what you get, da, 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 and Charlemagne doing his 50% network. The only move was for Joe to progress from owner and producer to now owning his own network, owning a, owning a podcast to now owning a network dedicated to podcasts. So can you see, he's just been going up the ladder.
1: Let's go, let's You see go. what I mean.
0: So it's, if you look at France he's just been going up the ladder and now he's, instead of launching all of these other names, right? And he's now said, all right, I'm launching this niche of um, a women's podcast for women and, and whatnot. And for men to listen in, obviously, cause I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to hear what it's about, but you've now launched that niche. And now you've got people under your network. It may not be the biggest and the baddest. However, you can, you can, you can bet your bottom dollar or your bottom panned that um, he's going to treat his, the people on his network as he would want himself to be treated. I think Charlemagne, a big showing of this, is Charlemagne didn't bring anybody from under him into that network deal with iHeart. That is really telling because you can't sign up all these other people and then not have your own guys get a decent enough deal out of it. Why, why would you not do that? It just doesn't make sense. And he is part of that brilliant. You would not, you've got the blackity black arm of iHeart radio podcasting, and you haven't brought in your own black creators. Even though it's Andrew Schultz and, and um, the Indian guy on there. I forgot his name. Um, <laughs> and they have the black guy off camera. Hilarious. But, That's funny. Um, Charlemagne is one of the brilliant idiots. He was the founder of that podcast. So I don't see why it's not on there. That's really strange. But yeah, so I think I think uh, more power to Joe, more power to Charlemagne. Um, but I've just seen Joe progressing. And I don't think the criticism is that fair. He it's may be fair. unconventional. Like, especially, but it's very, it's, yeah.
1: especially when especially when um, Joe was having this huge like back and forth with Spotify, like, Mm. um, allegedly, um, we don't know who Joe said he has a good idea. But there's smear the smear campaign started rolling out where allegedly he because he made a joke on his podcast. He made a joke about touching his uh, dog's private parts. It was a joke. And he also so basically the smear campaign started off with that, and now they also started like you know bringing out some old allegations like about him oh, like beating yeah, beating yeah. his yeah. wife. It, seemed,
0: it did seem like a smear It was just one after the other, which turned and... out to
1: be which he came out and he he cleared out his name and alive and said like all of these things are not true. So it, all of it was just very yeah. timely, very timely, very calculated. Especially
0: the, with the with the attacks from the the radio, and like we said, the old radio infrastructure smear campaigns, you know, and it's it's, it's just that form of media. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I think yeah, uh, you know, more power I, to Joe, more power to Charlemagne. Yeah, at the end but of the day, think, shout um, out to
1: them. Shout out to, although they're doing two different things, they're doing it uh, their way. Uh, shout out to the both of them. You know, at the end yeah, of the day, you so. got two, you got two black kings. That are dominating the um the entertainment industry with this podcasting thing and you know they're they have a, like a lot of like content creators under them that's gonna be able to flourish like they were already doing their thing but they're gonna be doing their thing even more you know so shout out to everybody and let's keep it rolling
0: yeah i'm t- I'm, I'm team joe so definitely anyways <laughs> yes <laughs> but yeah so um yeah, that was, a, that was a deep one. I don't even think. Do we even have time for anything else? Definitely. Let's go. Um, oh, okay, all right. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, you always got time for LeBron James. Hey, LeBron listen, James.
1: listen. Yesterday, the Los Angeles Lakers have made the playoffs. The NBA, not the playoffs, sorry. They've made it to the NBA Finals. The last time they were there was 10 years ago by Kobe Bryant. May he rest in peace. LeBron James had a 38-point game, 16 rebounds, 10 assists, and led them to the NBA Finals. It's a good day for Laker Nation. I remember when they said that LeBron was in the East, the East was too weak, and they said, how about you do it in the West? He came to the West, and now people are saying he's having a cakewalk to the west why because he didn't have to face the clippers but listen those clippers they, <laughs> lo- they they blew they blew a 3-1 lead to the denver nuggets who came back from a 3-1 against the jazz in a 3 one since the clippers i don't want to hear anything about uh Kawhi leonard it's my better. boy Kawhi
0: it's my better boy, than LeBron. Kawhi.
1: because people because after Kawhi won the nba champion against the warriors am i and by the way the those Warriors teams were depleted. There was no Katie and there was no Klay Thompson. So he he won a depleted Warriors team, and everybody came out and be like, ah, oh, Kawhi Leonard is better than LeBron James. He's the he's the best player in the planet right now. And look, listen, Kawhi Leonard and Pandemic P, aka Paul George, choked against the Nuggets. They couldn't defeat the Nuggets. I don't see how they could have defeated the Lakers. You know why? Ooh. You know why? Because that what? team had no chemistry. Talk. Kawhi Leonard is a, is a guy who doesn't speak. He doesn't talk. He's been like that for talk. the most part of his career. I don't know how you can be a leader and not have not have the characteristic of what a leader has You don't speak You don't Talk. voice your opinions So listen The argument is It's pretty much over Like the moment The Clippers lost The argument was over Kawhi Leonard Talk can't, can't 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 Hold a candle Next to LeBron James Honestly And LeBron James Is about to win His fourth NBA Like champion You know Wait how many Does Kawhi have Kawhi has I believe He has Wait He has He won with the Spurs he won with a Toronto rat Yeah, he has two, I believe. I think he has Talk. two. He has two. He ha- two he won- down. He won with the Spurs and he won with Toronto. So he has two, yeah. And not only two that... down. And this is an incredible... This is, a, this is an incredible feat for LeBron because this is, this is the first player to ever make the NBA Finals with three separate teams. And LeBron James has made the NBA playoffs in 10 times. Do you hear that? Like, LeBron James has had more nba final appearances than a lot of these current nba franchises right now
0: but that's on the flip side too you can't win four out of ten i mean come on but still talk it's an
1: incredible feat nonetheless and as happy as as happy as i'm gonna be for lebron when he's when he's fourth the person who i'll be happy the most for to win this championship is gonna be dwight howard uh Dwight yeah. Howard's been one of my favorite players uh from Same. when he played with Orlando he's been defensive Same. player of the year three times he's carried his team to the NBA finals I believe twice or three twice I believe
0: yeah back surgery too don't, and don't forget the back surgeries he had
1: I, I was gonna get to that and he's mm. had a lot of um he he's been hurt quite a number of times throughout his careers especially with the back surgeries he's had that's taken a toll on his body and He's one of those guys that he does. He deserves to have a ring, and it's about goddamn time, you know. So talk. I'm really happy for the Lakers right now, and let, let let's get to it. Let's get to it. The job is not done.
0: Nice. So uh, I guess that's the end of Casey's NBA uh, <laughs> who, NBA talk corner.
1: Before before <laughs> before we before we go any further, like who you got your money on because. Right now, um, Miami, he's playing the Celtics, I believe, tonight. Uh, I did not catch the last game. Uh, let me see what's the score. Uh, let's see. Celtics, because I want Miami to win, honestly. Like, this is going to be amazing. LeBron wow, versus the
0: Miami jerseys. The Miami jerseys are kind of fire this they, year. They are fire. I, I would <laughs> buy one. I would buy one. <laughs> they, are they, are they are fire. fire. The, That's the like The Miami Vice.
1: The Miami Vice. Um, yeah, adri- those are fire. Those are fire. Yeah.
0: It reminds me of um, was it what was that Grand Theft Auto with the same colors uh, on Vi- it? Vice City. Oh yeah, Vi- yeah, Vice. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh no it was, it was yeah so flames,
1: flames. right now miami is leading the the conference finals with three two listen miami you bet you better pull this you pull you better pull this win out of your ass because i, <laughs> I, I i'm ready to see this lakers versus heat uh finals yeah lebron versus be, uh, his old team
0: yeah like th- this
1: is gonna this is gonna be fire but i'm a have been a Mi- be i've been a miami fan um, mm. So I really want, to, I really want like Jimmy Butler to
0: take this Miami team to the finals. Yeah. It's gonna be fire. I've been, I, I'm a fan of LeBron, so wherever he goes, I'm a fan. So same, same here. Same yeah, here. So same I'm, here. I'm a LeBron. I'm a LeBron fan. But ugh, crazy. Same here. Now, on to <sighs> Monsieur Daystar. Music, <laughs> music news, Mister <Mr. laughs> Daystar, Monsieur <laughs> Daystar, Monsieur Daystar. Tory's government uh, name. Day star. A, it, yeah, Tory Lane's, his government names is I'm telling you Crazy New album dropped On Friday Daystar I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie The album is yeah. Fuego Flames Oh my days It is It is Mucho Fuego or Whatever the hell you say um, <laughs> in, in, in Spanish Muy <laughs> caliente No Cabro no. por favor What does oh caliente God, mean? What is ca- <laughs> it's flames It's flames. It's fuego. It uh, is. It is. Yeah. It's 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 flaming hot Doritos at the moment. Uh, No sponsorship. (laughs) But that's that's aside from the obviously shooting shooting a woman in the foot. I mean, listen, listen. For months, for months, we've been
1: asking ourselves, where's story? When is story gonna speak? We've only heard Meg's side. You know, Mm -hmm. we want to hear from you. What you Mm -hmm. talking about? Are you gonna mm-hmm. apologize? Are you gonna keep, are Talk. you gonna tell us what happened? So on Thursday night, put he put out a tweet and said, you know, he's gonna drop something at th- about I believe it was two a.m., three a.m. in the morning, like our UK time. So I was yep. already I was already asleep. Woke up on a Friday morning and I'm seeing the sneaker drop the album.
0: Yeah, I woke up to my headphones on fire. And- Straight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't start listening to the album straight away because the first, the what, well, the head, what was the headlines basically was the diss track,
0: mm. and mm.
1: I, I, which caught me off guard. Basically, Tory yeah. dropped the track and he dissed Kalani, he diss JoJo, he dissed Jr. Smith, he dissed Chance the Rapper because you know, like how yeah, K- but
0: everybody Chance the Rapper, it just annoys me. I think he, I think uh, he needs to get dissed by everybody because he just, he's just so nosy. I don't know. I don't understand. He got into J. Cole's business. He got, relax, bro. Relax. (laughs) Just chill out. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh. Wear your free hats. I just think, I just think. Support Biden. I just, and think, shut up.
1: I just think he's a passionate <laughs> person and then he speaks for what's right and wrong. That's how I feel about oh, no it. No he
0: doesn't, man. Get out of here. That whole J. Cole situation, he come, like, like, come listen, on. Like listen,
1: listen, we're not gonna get into the J. Cole situation, exactly. but in regards in regards to the Meg situation, at the end of the day, it is wrong for any man, doesn't matter what color you are, to shoot a woman in the foot.
0: Yeah, regardless, that's facts, that's, facts, that's, facts, and that's facts. He was only they taking the, the rapper f- out of the way. That's that's with chance. Rem- rapper removed because he just wants to jump on any controversial hype as some sort of social justice warrior. So get out of here. I, no, I, 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 I wouldn't I, say I, that. I'm not on that. I wouldn't say that. But like oh, the, the J. Let, Cole situation, bro. Let's, he, let's, know, he knew nothing. He knew let, nothing. Let's just let's just let's just go to the the topic. You know. So no, no, no. <laughs> is chance the a, rapper is this, slander. Is this no, no? It's a smear campaign? I'm Charlemagne. We're not. Do- <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not I'm doing Jada that. I'm the Main. I'm the Main. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Let's let's yeah, get back to Tory. That. But for for real though, for real though, Chance the Rapper, relax. Um. So what did
1: you? Honestly, like I don't know what's going on because like I've listened to. I know tr- what's
0: going on. I, I've uh, listened.
1: I, uh, I've listened to the tracks where he addressed Meg, and allegedly. On for him on his like side of the story it's not true. Uh, it seems that he was in love with Meg. Uh I- I'm genuinely oh.
0: confused, like mm, you know. Now, why are you confused about love? Get out of him, <laughs> man. Get out of, <laughs> out of him, man. Love is a fact of life. But let me tell you something. Tell me what you yeah. think. Talk to me. Make me tell you know something. So Tori idiot how can you shoot a woman in the foot, yeah? <laughs> go on. And you're Jamaican. You, go on. Yeah, yeah, idiot, man. Yeah, idiot. Are you shoot someone in the foot and then be and then be like, then you drop an album. You say silent. Then we're saying, what's happening? And then you give us a s you give us a mixtape. You give us a mix. Us a mix no no statements. Well, you give us an album. You, no statements. No. No, like, oh, you know, here's here's a, here's a lawyer state. I'd, listen, you gi- and then you give it to us in song number one. Where's the facts behind it? Where's the f- where's the where's the where, where's the where's the facts behind it? Is that where's the documentation? Where's the real information? Because this is one situation that we're not really gonna know. It's a lot of um, back and forth. It's a lot of he say she say, and kind after- of. But uh, one of them is I've got a hospital report and a police report yeah. and the other one is a is an album. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, idiot man. Yeah. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Music is fire. It fire. is. The album, information is lacking. Missing. I'm not lie. The album is MIA. It's fire. It's fire. <laughs> Missing. Oh my days. Yeah, so that's my my stance on the situation is Fam, like I was expecting some facts and expecting something to come out, but you just, just here. like, I don't want no anecdotes in, in the song of a, in, in, in music form. Like, what are we doing here? Is it like, man's like the Pied Piper. What are you talking about? She's <laughs> dropping real hard evidence, like bullets from my foot. Here's what the bullet looked like. It came from this gun. It hit this foot. The surgery lasted this hour. And then he comes back, I used to love you. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I used to love you, man. And even then, it makes it even worse because there's a thing called like, um, is it like Crimes of Passion? where if you lo- where like oh, if if a I wife cheats and then the husband kills them he he can get off because or get reduced time because he mm. was in love like, like he wasn't so. in
1: he wasn't in like in a in, in the s- right frame of in, mind yes, and da-da-da-da-da. that keyword he wasn't in the right frame oh i love that word <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah why Listen, he's in. The, he's a good enough frame of mind to 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 give us a, a eight plus track album on 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 the situation. Get right here, man. Yeah, no. So I'm not buying it too much. Music is yeah. fire. Yeah. Otherwise, like everything else, the idiot thing, man. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Ugh. But yeah, no, uh, I'm still gonna go back and listen to that album. It's gonna be I hilarious. Mean, who isn't? I, like, to yeah, be fair, think, to be
1: fair, all this, all this does for him, honestly. This just, this is a lot. This is good publicity. Like, this is good no,
0: publicity. Not all publicity is good publicity. Listen, my guy. Listen, you think I, you think listen, Pepsi are gonna go to Tory listen, now and be like, oh, here's listen, a sponsorship deal? I believe. Who's gonna believe, go to Tory? I
1: believe in. It, I believe in his track, he did say he lost a $10
0: million deal, which was... Well, he's going to lose every single deal going forwards. This is not good publicity. What this is, is he's put the album out to get some money so he can retire and invest it smartly because that's all that will pay for his legal fees because that's all that's going to come from this because I can guarantee you, once you've shot a woman in the foot for no apparent reason from the victim saying there's no apparent reason... Yeah, that's tough. I to, doubt that's tough which to, company is ever going to invest in you. Yeah, that's tough to come back from, Unless honestly. it's a gun company. <laughs> but even then. You know, you know what I mean? That's like, not funny. You know what I mean? Like, next album is sponsored by Smith & Wesson. Get out of right here, man. <laughs> We shouldn't be we shouldn't be uh, laughing yeah. about this. This is not no. funny. This well is not. it is funny because mate, he's gonna have a mixtape <laughs> sponsored by a flipping bryco or whatever. The- <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what d- I mean. Let's Clashnikov, it. <laughs> Clashnikov, Clashnikov <laughs> records. <laughs> yeah, you're done. You're done out here. You're done, oh, done. yeah You're done, done You're done done, son. The idiot thing, man. You're done. Alright, so yeah. <laughs> Good show. Good show. Good show. Yeah. I think this was pretty good. I yeah, think this it was, was pretty good. What do you was, think? Yeah, it was
1: an amazing show. It was an amazing show.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Amazing. I, I'm matching your energy. Amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> amazing.
0: Let's, amazing. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So, um, again, thank you for tuning in to The Boy and Boys. This was episode 12. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube at The Boy and Boys uh, Podcast. Follow yeah. us on Spotify, The Boy you know, and Boys Podcast. You know what follow to do. Follow us on instagram at the boyon boys is it at the boyon boys on insta yeah, damn right yeah, f- facebook the boyon boys all the links all of that all of that google us boyon boys damn uh, right cast you better boys.com there we go so yeah uh thank you for tuning in um like subscribe all that stuff and uh peace we'll have a you good week time. bye Yep. Yeah, bye